Hey everybody, welcome back into Mining Stock Daily. We're going to wrap this Wednesday afternoon with one more corporate update. Happy to welcome in Michael Connert, CEO of Visla Silver, to the podcast. Visla Silver continues to trade on the Venture Exchange and the NYSE with the symbol VZLA. Uh, Mike, it's been a little while since uh, I've talked to you. So, how you been, my friend? I've been uh, very good. Um, you know, it's been a pretty busy few weeks for the company and um, just got back from marketing in Europe as well earlier this week. And so, yeah, it's been busy, but um, all very good. And I'm very excited to see what uh, what's next from the company here. Yeah, I think a lot of your shareholders, including myself, are excited to see what's next. Uh, Mike, we did a uh, podcast yesterday with Kai Hoffman talking about this uh, very unique financing window, which is open. In fact, Visla's name came up because it seems like, listen, some companies right now are able to go out there and raise money, but it seems like you're only going to raise money if you're going to raise tens of millions of dollars, such was the case with Visla. You announced a $39 million financing, but that was upsized to $45 million here. Uh, you know, Give us a sense of the timing, the difficulty, and the amount of this financing for Visla. Well, you know, this, this was a, a unique financing. And, you know, back in, in the fall, we, we had to do a, um, a unit deal uh, with a half warrant that brought in, you know, basically kind of shored up our our um, financial situation for the company and, and um, you know, gave us the runway to put our resource out. And uh, on the back of the resource, we had some interest actually from basically a handful of very, very strong institutional investors. And, um, you know, we, we had spent a bit of time chatting with them and uh, the consensus was that we, you know, we didn't want to do a unit deal. Uh, we wanted to remove the, warrant overhang from the company and uh, basically allow it to, to move forward um, as a, as a kind of a quality, uh, you know, silver name and uh, let the shares move up and, and not have, you know, some of the, the faster money that, that is out there for silver companies. And so you know, I, I, I don't think I've ever seen a, a more quality roster of, uh, of investors, you know, on a financing in, in, you know, such a club deal. And, um, you know, we certainly could have taken more from the faster money, uh, but, you know, this, this was a four-month hold uh, financing, uh, you know, straight common share, no, no warrant, no unit, had a very tight discount. And I think, you know, in order to execute on that, you have to have a quality project. And, um, you know, I think that, that just demonstrates the quality that we have here at Panuco. So I'm, I'm thrilled that we, we were able to do that and we welcomed um, a couple of new shareholders, but primarily it was all um, you know existing shareholders and very very high quality names. And mm-hmm. now we're fully funded through uh, an additional resource update that we're planning later this year, and funded through to uh, a PEA, which is really thrilling because you know we don't have to go back to the market with uh, with our, our hat in hand, and um, we don't have to to take terms that we. We may not want to in in future financings, and you're right about that that window. It seemed to really open up for for silver companies, but I I, I think that Visla's terms were the best out of the um, out of the cohort there. Right. What was this? What's, give me your just general sense of this window. I mean, we were talking yesterday about if you need to finance, you're either going big right now, tens of millions of dollars, as I mentioned, or you're you're not going to be able to finance at all. I mean, a lot of companies are very are really struggling 
to bring capital in the door. So it seems like it's go bigger, go home type of scenario. Yeah, I think what it is, is that it's, you know, we're seeing funds have inflows. Um, some of the bigger funds have, have inflows with the strength in the, uh, the gold price that we saw in the last few weeks. And I think that that money is attracted to the quality names and those quality names have, you know, first of all, the market cap and um, the project that can, can, you know, welcome that type of uh, investment. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, we have other um, companies in the, um, in, in the group that, you know, are, are, are not in a position to raise tens of millions of dollars just because they're, the project may be too immature um, or, you know, it's just not at that stage yet. So I think what we're seeing in terms of, you know, this, this recent, um, you know, swarm of, of new financings, they're all in kind of the, the higher quality names with, um, you know, very clear and, and, and uh, useful uh, use of proceeds, right? There's, there's major milestones that are being achieved with this, uh, this influx of cash. I mean, you've got a good ear to the ground there in Vancouver. Uh, is there any trepidation for the more speculative early stage uh, silver and gold explorers there? Yeah, I, I think so. Um, you know, I don't think the 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 risk appetite, uh, you know, the risk on phase is, is back yet. Um, we were just chatting before about the, you know, interest rates and things like that. And, you know, with, with – um, competition and in uh safe you know safe investments that you're getting better returns on um on your money you know you know you're just not seeing that that um full speculative speculative mania you know outside of things like your lithium right we're seeing that in lithium and even on that front we're still hearing that you know we don't know when the music is going to stop um you know so i think you need that sustained upward trend you know, for gold, I, I wonder if we need to see all-time highs again um, to really bring in that speculative uh, nature and speculative uh, capital. Yeah. Uh, well, let's get on, back to the ground there at Panuco and get to some of the exploration results. Uh, the, earlier this week, you did announce new drill results from 19 new holes at the Kapala structure there, which has obviously just been a surprise gift that keeps on giving to you and the company. Uh, a couple of results that were highlighted in the news release, 892 grams per ton silver equivalent over six meters, 1,920 grams per ton over two and a half meters, and just over 1,000 grams per ton over four and a half meters. Uh, you know, give us a sense of where you're at with like really continuing to define the structure and resource of Kapala. Uh, this has really just been a, an incredible. It's not even really a game changer. It's just a a huge value add for that entire Panuco project. But you're really spending a lot of your time focusing here. Yeah, well, this this is definitely the the main the main vein, I suppose you could say here. It, it, it is a monster, and it continues to grow. And um, you know, it's clear that this is going to be the, the center focus of uh, further developments, at least you know right now. Uh, it's always possible that we might find another Copala somewhere in between Napoleon and, and Copala right now, um, you know, that could, could be even be better. So, you know, or anywhere really in the district, but, you know, right now Copala, you know, is a, is over a kilometer in strike. It's 1.1 kilometers now in strike open uh, each direction along strike and um, 10 meters thick and average grade is well over half a kilo, which is, you know, really spectacular. And then if you look at higher cutoffs, it, it just, you know, this thing is just incredible. So, 
it pays for us to continue to explore around it. And these are some of the holes that we've drilled, um, you know, in between the last uh, resource and, and, and current time right now. So we're showing incremental growth, um, you know, de-risking as well, because we're, we're showing that the continuity is there on infill drilling. Um, and, you know, it's just, uh, it's very unique. It's um, one of these flat line, flatter line structures. It's got a different orientation than you typically see in uh, in these districts and it's very very thick it's five times the average thickness of uh, veins in mexico underground mines in mexico and the grade is two or three times that over that that 10 meter thickness so um you know we're we're thrilled by it and these these holes are kind of a continuation of uh what we've seen there already and you know it's it's not that surprising to see you know multi multi kilo numbers coming out of this copala area now uh, you, this infill drilling program there at Kapala is, is is tightening up. I, I assume with an updated resource uh, later this year, you'll be upgrading some of that. Yeah, we're we're we know our team right now is is working on um, you know planning and also you know just calculating the the uh, higher confidence drill holes here that we've done at tighter spacings to you know bring it more into indicated right, and then that the plan is to move that you know, that material and that, that uh, resource into higher confidence from that still and, and move it into a mine plan uh, in the future and, and uh, really start to show this is um, a development project here in, in the western part of our district. Uh, you mentioned that Kapala, it's, it remains open laterally to the north, southeast, and down dip to the east. I'm just curious. I mean, I know um, you're strategically uh, going after this thing and converting and adding resource. I'm just curious with uh, maybe your thoughts and any idea, would you maybe uh, really put out a risky drill hole anywhere to really try to test the extent of this vein? Or are you more or less just happy continuing to uh, strategically and methodically step out as, as long as it keeps on giving? Well, we are certainly methodically and, and, you know, systematically expanding it um, along strike and, and down dip. Um, we have, we, we, we do have plans to make some, uh, you know, more aggressive step outs to the north um, and to the southeast as well. But, you know, part of this area that's, that's really exciting to us and the theory that we're working on is the uplifted block to the east. And, um, you know, that's where we could see, you know, a preserved extent of Copala that's been Basically moved by a, an uplifting of or a down down um, pushing of uh, Copal or an uplifting of uh, its extent to the uh, to the east uh, further up closer to surface. So, you know, those are some some interesting targets on our press release. I, I believe it's Figure Three. Uh, we show that the you know concept of how that might um, might be, and um, you know, if we find that uh, you know further extent of Copala. Which you know theoretically it should exist. Uh, we just have to find it. I suppose it's probably an oversimplification. I I don't know. If, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know if that's if that's the best way to put it. But you know it's it's a uh, it's a good theory, and and um, you know those would be some some high value drill holes, and that's off you know about I would say maybe four hundred meters or so um, to the east of uh, of the existing area. So you know we definitely are. Well, I, there's a couple of ways that I like to think about this. One. If we told everybody, you know, the drillers wouldn't like this and, you know, of course we wouldn't do this, but if we were to just stop now and say, this is, you know, this is it, this is the resource, this is already 
you know, the, the largest uh, undeveloped high-grade silver deposit, you know, worldwide, the comps that we look at. Um, and our EV per ounce metric on this already is, is you know, bargain basement compared to our peers. So, mm-hmm. you know, we can add value if we, you know, don't add another ounce by just de-risking the ounces that we have, uh, moving them towards production. Uh, but of course, we're going to find more, and you know, we already have since the, the resource cutoff. Um, so there's kind of the two main win- ways to win here, right? It's de-risking the asset, moving it towards production, getting a higher EV per ounce metric, like our peers, Silvercrest and, and Make Silver, that trade for you know five to ten dollars an ounce on the EV uh, per ounce metric. We're at about a dollar, um, yeah. and uh, then of course, you know, another major discovery like a Copala, which I think is totally, you know totally achievable because, you know, we've only explored about 10% of the veins that we know about and we're adding new veins all the time. So, you know, there's, there's just so much upside here. And then we're also being, we're just not getting full value for the ounces that we have found. So, um, you know, I, I just, I personally just can't see how the, the stock stays at these levels for, for much longer. Why, why do you not think you're getting the value that you should? Well, you know, I think there's, there's kind of an interesting, timing aspect to this right and and this is where you know people make money in this business it's you know buying assets like this when they're not in totally in vogue or not not as loved as as uh, you know as other assets and you know right now we're seeing a lot of interest in in things like lithium um taking a lot of that that speculative uh, interest uh in the resource space like sopping up a lot of that demand and then um you know, silver will have its time. Silver's come back from about twenty-five dollars to you know, twenty-two or so, and um, you know, I just—it's it, these little windows. If you look at companies like Silvercrest and and Make Silver, you know, their their charts always didn't just go straight up. There was you know times where you know it kind of went sideways for a bit of time, and and then you know whatever happens, whether it's a de-risking event that that really cements this to the the market or um you know a higher interest in in uh the metals uh that really drives it forward and then it really has an opportunity to 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 become more fully valued right yeah all right uh mike let's leave it at that i'm sure you and i will be touching base here in a few weeks up there in toronto during some small little uh, mining conference that they have every year. <laughs> so uh, and, and I almost assume just the way the news have been flowing out of the company last couple of weeks, we might get one or two more updates from uh, Panuco there in the meantime. So thanks so much for your time and have a great rest of your week. Thanks, Trevor. Have a good day. Appreciate yeah. it. That's your update from Visa Silver, everybody. Again, trading with the ticker VZLA on both the Venture Exchange and the NYSE. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.